to season one episode 20 of better than nothing it's kind of crazy we made it 20 episodes i know right it really is uh happy new year everybody welcome back uh new listeners old listeners glad to have you and uh fellas jack andrew happy to see you guys as well man how was uh how were the holidays oh they were awesome i was happy new year (laughs) i'm just thinking about all the bets i'm gonna take in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) i feel like our yeah no what's up here, I just want to give a shout out for the the NBA uh, podcast that we put out uh, the, on Christmas Eve. If you had a chance to wake up before presents and listen, uh, we went eight for ten uh, oh, in bets. Every over, oh, yeah. every over for the NBA oh, games yeah, hit, so and then we went three of five on the spread. Let's go! Uh, so shout out if you listened uh, there, and shout out to uh, my cousin Shepard, uh, our NBA analyst, who is, who blew it away. He went three for three on his picks. I went 0 for 2, so. Love it, man. <laughs> Shout out to Shepard, bro. Love it, dude. That was, yeah, man. I, um, I, dude, yeah, the overs miss bet was awesome. We were just, I was just sitting there like, did every over really just smash on Christmas Day? Absolutely. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I'm up, uh, I was up 150 uh, on Christmas Day, so that was one of the best Christmas gifts I could have received. Got to recoup that present money, you know what I'm saying? Awesome, man. <laughs> exactly. Back at our, uh, our bowl bets and stuff, man. I mean, we did really good in the bowls as well. Um, the only ones that were kind of sussy were, uh, no, man, like the Texas call out was huge. Adam with the Air Force call out was massive. The only one that was bad was believing in Utah, which we should not have done again. Mm-hmm. Utah let us down. Uh, North Carolina plus 14 and a half versus Oregon, though. That was pretty nice. That game was pretty crazy, man. I, I feel like they kind of got out of that game feeling like they, you know, no deserved to win and they were favored by 15 points so <laughs> crazy man yeah we'll uh, do this nice disclosure and then we'll dive into this uh so as you know we are in no way shape or form offering you financial advice everything we share is pure speculation opinion and sometimes tomfoolery make sure you check your individual state laws to see if sports betting is legal or what options there are in your state if you or anyone you know is addicted to gambling, make sure you call the National Pro- the Council on Problem Gambling at 1-800-522-4700. Our lines are taken from BetMGM as of Thursday, January 5th. Uh, and just a quick, just to, I think we should talk about it because it kind of, you know, I don't even know. I, it kind of sucks everything away from the, you know, the usual feeling of sports. But the DeMar Ham- Hamlet situation was, you know, pretty heart wrenching to watch. Um, I'm glad, God bless that, you know, he's doing okay. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that was, I feel like I'm almost a miracle that it seems like he's going to make a full recovery, I think. Uh, but yeah, I think we should address it. And it just kind of shows that, you know, while it's fun to bet and talk about sports and talk about fantasy, it's like, you know, these are real humans on the other end of the, of what we can experience. And uh, that's way more important than uh, a silly bet. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I'm. I'm sure all of us were, were tuned in, but of course, I was watching. And uh, 
as the kind of pause and just the you know moments of silence just you know kept extending and extending and extending and they keep going back to the studio and then back to the field you're just like oh man this is yeah i can't really remember ever seeing anything like that on the nfl field um in my you know 27 years 27 years but i'm mean, really really glad to see that we got good news uh you know coming coming from Lamar hamlin um yeah no yeah. It, it really uh i mean it's yeah, it was just the, this week's focus, man. Ever since it happened, there was a, there was some stat that a, an NFL game has never this has never happened for like a full like suspending the game type deal since 1940. Wow. Um, which I was I, I was like, does it, the NFL even go back that far? But I guess uh, yeah, that's when I guess the last time I'm I'm probably misquoting it. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was interesting that basically in the entire existence of the NFL, yeah. there's never been a postponed game for a player injury uh such as this so yeah that's crazy yeah i mean i think you know obviously the real heroes too are like the the medical staff and the team staff and the paramedics that were able to to be able to do that in a split second i mean like it it is life or death and like you know that really just kind of shows you that they're you know those are the real the real heroes the real reason that he's going to make a steady recovery um but yeah i mean we're Obviously, all of our thoughts and prayers are going to go out to him and his family, and we would ask you to do the same. Just, I mean, who knows if he'll come back to football, but that's obviously not even got to be on his mind. Like, um, I feel like the main thing is that he recovers. So. Just recover. Just do well. Yeah. Is, is it inappropriate to say he, he kind of has that dog in him, I guess? You no, know, I mean, uh, you know, fight. He's got that fighting speed. He got that dog in him. Yeah. <laughs> is that. To ask, do like, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw. I think, yeah, I think Andrew shared out, um, you know, his first thing, I think, when he woke up was he wrote on a piece of paper because he had a literal oxygen tube, you know, in his, down his neck. And he wrote, like, who won the game, which is just kind of like insane but also like a feel good it, it is kind of like it kind of does make the moment feel a little lighter i feel like than yeah it was filmed for um but yeah such a such, yeah, hope, so hoping you know this story has you know a happy ending and is something that kind of you know goes from a super somber feeling to something that is you know inspiring and amazing so yeah um again you know just to go to what kind of jack and his, you guys killed it on the basketball stuff um but we had a really good i think Full week, really, really good NBA betting for Christmas. Uh, and now let's take it to the NFL where we are going to get our la- last week, right? Yes. Regular yes. Season. Last, and last, no Thursday, last week. No Thursday football tonight. I'm, oh, I'm in pain right now, but we, we will make it, guys. We got it on Saturday, uh, week 17. So, yeah, let's just let's jump into it. Um, as we just mentioned, it is finally playoff time. Finally time to go. Got to get this weekend out the way, and then we're at it, baby. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Uh, I think it's going to be a great playoff. Yeah. I, I really do. I, I don't know who uh, – I'm excited. This kind of feels like uncharted. Even like – I mean, last year, when you think about the Super Bowl, like rams Bengals was that pretty, was pretty out of nowhere, it, pretty fun. Yeah, no. I'm it, hoping we get a fun matchup. Me too, man. Me too. I, I really do. I'm excited for the playoffs on both, both AFC and NFC. Um, I think there's going to be some really good matchups. Uh, which kind of, uh, I don't know if we want to roll into picks or... Yeah, let's do it, man. Just okay. whatever you want to talk about. All right. So uh, just to kind of <clears throat> lean into that a little bit more, my first pick is going to be taking the Chargers plus three on the spread minus Denver. Um, even with this being a Week 17 game, not really knowing who's going to play, who's not going to play, 
I don't see a world where this Denver team is ever favored over the Chargers by three points. That's um, and uh, the Chargers actually do have a little bit to play for. Uh, this is a virtual seeding game for them. Uh, a Chargers loss would ultimately mean the sixth seed uh, and a trip to Buffalo for their first game. Yikes. While the fifth seed uh, would land them playing either the Jags or the Ooh. Titans. Yeah. So, if That's I'm the Chargers, I want to get a win here. Um, and so I think that uh, they went outright, obviously, so would not hate a sprinkle on the money line here. Uh, so we're going to fade the 4-1 favorite here, and we're going to take the Chargers in a Week 17 matchup for the first play. Uh, my next play, um, again, these lines are going to be really funky, guys, this week. Uh, you're going to see a lot of teams were on the sides. We were just kind of like, what, wait, no, that can't be. Uh, that looks like a, a gift, you know, like yeah. uh, after Christmas with a red ribbon. Check your rosters, check your lineups, check everything, injury reports, everything that you can check, and be sure that you're getting all the info that you can before you make your picks. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be yeah, a like, wild. You're going to be like, oh, man, the Cowboys are... Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a like, wild. And then you're going to be like, oh, wait, uh, Dak's not playing, Dax Zeke's not playing, playing. Tony yeah. Pollard's not playing. Exactly. The yeah. janitor is taking snaps right <laughs> yeah. now. So, B, just check your lineups, everybody. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, rolling to my second pick of the weekend, uh, I do like the Dolphins here on the Pick'em versus the Jets. Uh, I don't think that New York has much to play for, uh, if anything, in this game. Uh, all the quarterback chaos is yeah. surrounding the, the team. Um, all that included, I think that they're just ready to, you know, head to Cancun, call it a sure. season, let's regroup, let's head back, you know, let's, let's draft and let, let's run it back next year. Um, and so I, I honestly think that, um, you know, the Dolphins probably end up running away with this one towards the end. Well, they desperately need this one. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, they, you know, they, they need a win here. Um, and so I absolutely love them here on the pick I think that's amazing value uh, in a Week 17 matchup. And Did they pull points. Teddy? Like, who's the quarterback? Oh, it's um guy from Kansas State, right, Andrew? I'm asking as if I know Andrew and I were texting about this. Oh, yeah. I was like, so I, I think he got injured. Everyone thought he got pulled, but yeah, Skylar Thompson played. Um, yes, it's pretty disgusting. But the Dolphins are just so good that I mean, offensively, yeah, sure. offensively. Put yeah. uh, Tyreek the quarterback, bro. Yeah, for real, dude. Like I, seriously, who's stopping that? I think that would work. He's like the most athletic. I I, that, I do think I think it worked well. It worked in Madden. When I used to change Adrian Peterson's <laughs> for sure, if it works in that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are my two picks for uh, Week Seventeen: Chargers plus three versus Denver, and Dolphins on the Pick'em versus the Jets. I like that, dude. Those are good picks, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Jets going to Cancun, man. I love that idea, uh, I, dude. Yeah, they are in an interesting spot. Um, there's a lot of, I think there'll be some good quarterbacks to take. I mean, I still think Mike White is the GOAT, and he just got banged up, but we'll see. Yeah. At least, I don't know what they're going to do with Zach Wilson. I feel like that's the most interesting. I think they ship him out after this year. It's the smartest thing to do, I think. I, I think mean, if just... someone will take him, that's what I thought was something. Yeah, his trade value must be absolutely nothing it's right now. He's toxic in locker room. Sure. He has some of the worst stats compared to Russell well, Wilson I think ever. That, yeah. I think that might be why they would hold on to him to be a backup because it's like you spent a first you spent a first on him and yeah he's worth a seventh and supposedly has locker room issues so it's like it's, it's not, not a bad point like if you're not going to get trade value 
you you can set his contract. So it's not like he's on some big contract. Yeah. Yet. So not about exactly. Also, teams will trade for a good backup. So like maybe yeah. the Patriots think they can fix him or something. You know, some or the Colts. You know, want to kick the tires. That's true. I could okay. I could see that arc happening. The yeah, Patriots absolutely. being like, oh yeah, we can fix him. Like, oh yeah, sure. like, him? Yeah. Oh, we, him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Belichick, the Belichick challenge where he takes the worst QB Honestly. we've ever seen in our lives, <laughs> and tries to win yeah. nine games and make the playoffs, and does. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jack. Let's hear it, buddy. So I, I kind of feel bad for this one because uh, Xavier, I'm go- I'm going against you, man, uh, on your Bronco or in, on your Chargers pick. Okay. Uh, but, but I will caveat, you know, I love doing teasers. Uh, I am just an absolute madman for them. Um, and so there, this is a 10 point teaser, so it's a bit insane. Um, and so I am fading every team that is essentially already locked in the playoffs. Like, yes, some of them are playing for a little something, but even the chargers, uh, you know, at plus three, they still are relying on, if I'm not mistaken, they need, the Ravens to beat the Bengals um, for them to even have a chance. And I believe that game is before they play. So it, it's like they'll go into the game even knowing if they have something to play for. Got it. Um, and I don't, I don't, I think the Bengals, I think they have that locked up against the Ravens. Um, so I, I just don't see it happening. So we're fading the charters. We're going Broncos minus three, but obviously with a 10 point teaser, we're also going to go, Fade the Vikings at minus seven and a half uh, at Bears. This is highly risky. Uh, it's one of these big payoffs. Uh, but you get the Bears at plus 17 and a half. The- yeah, and absolutely, since the Vikings, uh, you know, minus seven and a half against the Bears, they're not really playing for anything uh, in this upcoming game. And the fact that they just got blown out by the Packers, Justin Jefferson with one reception for 15 yards, it made me want to just absolutely throw my laptop at the wall watching <laughs> myself lose the fantasy championship. Uh, shout out to Jacob for uh, for beating me there. Uh, so, yeah, and as absolutely. I was saying, you know, uh, the, the Falcons versus the Bucks. this one is really just a knee-jerk uh, go with uh, the teams that are playing for nothing. Bucks, no matter what happens, they're locked in at their spot. Uh, so Falcons, I just think they'll be a bit more fun there, and we definitely know they're going to sit – uh, a lot of the Bucks players. I don't think Mike Evans is going to have an insane performance like he did uh, the last week. Uh, and lastly, uh, I'm going Eagles minus 14 against the Giants. Uh, the Giants, uh, much like uh, the Bucks, are completely locked in their position. It does not matter what they do. Uh, I think they're going to want to rest up their key guys, you know, Saquon, uh, you know, uh, a bunch of those guys. So I think that one's pretty easy. And Jalen Hurts should also be back. And so I think they'll want to get him some reps just to make sure he's loose uh, heading into the playoffs. Uh, and if they win, they're potential number one spot, uh, number one seed. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're fading all of those. Uh, so that's a uh, – basically I have $30 to win 32 on a 10-point teaser for those four games. Uh, um, yeah, man. I also – I'm hoping, like, Jalen has a nice, like, stat-padding game to maybe try to get the MVP. Unfortunately, I think – Mahomes probably has it locked up. I don't think deservingly, but whatever. We'll see. And Especially think, once you saw, like, what's uh, up? I was going to say, and Burrow just got shafted out oh, of yeah, the, the game worth of stats. So, Burrow and Allen. And yeah. Bur- Burrow was four for four for, like, 60 yards and a touchdown in that opening drive, That too. was his yeah. chance against like, a really good Bills. Like, 
I don't know. I agree. That's tough. If they're not going to replay that. Like, the Chiefs are going to get a Mickey Mouse. Again, like, this doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things, but, like, it just sucks that it all benefits the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs are going to get a Mickey Mouse one seed to the point where the NFL might add another team in the playoffs so that they don't get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mahomes pretty much gets a Mickey Mouse MVP. So, you know, you hate to see it. You dare – you do hate to see it. Um. Yeah, I'm going to dive into my picks. Uh, I Speaking of the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> uh, I like Raiders plus nine versus the Chiefs. And dare I say, if you're, if you're feeling a little silly, feeling a little goofy this, this weekend, uh, take the money line, too, at plus 335. Uh, Raiders plus nine. So the Chiefs barely beat the Broncos by three again. They've done this before. They barely beat the Texans. And this is when they're full out trying. They're, there's nothing about no one's sitting. No one's, and my guy Mahomes is throwing – Horrible interceptions. These are not Dak throws where he's hitting the dudes on the hands or, or Herbert throws where, you know, the receiver's getting them on the hands and then just getting the pick from that. These are purely bad picks, and then he'll throw, like, nine touchdowns to make up for it. Yep. Uh, but I just think we cannot ignore the fact that the Broncos are maybe the worst team in history and the Chiefs barely beat them. Um, so, yeah, I just think – and they're favored by 10 points in that game against the Broncos. Also, Devontae – and, jo- and Jacobs are ballers. They alone could carry an offense and gash a defense. They had the Niners defense, or the best defense in the league, looking like little peewee football players. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to do with this Chiefs defense that the Texans look like, you know, prime whoever, prime, you know, Miami Dolphins against. Uh, so, yeah. And I do think, like, Stidham made some good throws. Don't know how good he actually is, but when Devontae's on your team, it doesn't really matter. Uh, so... I think they could win that game. Uh, they took it to San Francisco, which was shocking to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a big – I mean, they don't have anything to play for. Sidham's playing for his life out there, and they're just playing for some pride. So, go out, go, uh, go out, man. Especially since now the Chiefs probably feel pretty comfortable. I like that one. Um, yeah. Then I like Texans money line versus the Colts. Both these teams have nothing to play for, and I don't think the Texans are the type of team to set players or not try to win for the number one seed. I don't think the one seed matters as much this year because the Bears are not going to take a quarterback. So whether you get the one seed or the two seed does not matter unless someone tries to trade. And at that point, I don't think the Texans are really worried about it, honestly. like, um, Also, this team has taken it to every single team they've played. The Colts, meanwhile, are maybe the worst coached team ever and just the worst team I've ever seen. They are horrible. Uh, like the last two weeks have just been like, if you had a single Colts player on your fantasy team, I'm sorry for you, and I know you lost whatever game you were in. Um, but, yeah, so I like Texans plus 125 versus the Colts. I mean, I just like it. You're getting money. Spread's like two and a half. Might as well take the, take the money line there. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, anyone have any thoughts on those, or what are you all thinking? I mean, I – No, I, I like it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, I, I was going to say, yeah, I, I think the Texans are – I'm, wait, I'm a homer, but uh, I think the Texans are looking like a team where if they were playing like this to start the year, they'd be eight and eight. Um, For sure, it's it's kind of like I don't know. They got a gritty vibe to them. I I really hope they don't get rid of Lovey um, because I think yeah, for sure. I think the youth. I mean, give him the quarterback team, at least. Yeah, give well, him one chance. Give him give him a ton of positions and like. I was telling uh, the group chat earlier, like the the top defense against quarterbacks in fantasy football this year is the Texans. 
They've allowed the least passing touchdowns uh, to QBs. They've allowed um, one of the top interception rates. Um, they just got gashed on the ground. That's how they lost games in the fashion they did. And I'm sure there a lot of plays into the fact that they're down, so people are running on them. But regardless, it's like you have a, a gritty secondary, um, a QB that has some question mark. But I also think I also think more recently, like I've been watching Mills and a lot of errors come from just the offense as a whole. So maybe they need to replace the OC. But I, I think the Colts are more sorry than we are. I think if you're looking at like just the trend, the form of the team, I could see the Texans taking – I like that money line a lot. No, I do too, man. I think uh, – I just like you both have said, and I'll just echo, man, Colts, Colts are absolutely in hell right now uh, <laughs> from top to bottom, man. And it's just – it's the Carson Wentz effect, dude. Everywhere he goes is just – yeah. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, and as far as the Raiders and the Chiefs, the, the past two showings about the Chiefs have been – way less than favorable and so uh, yeah even versus you know even you know versus Stidham and the Raiders I don't see how they're laying nine yeah this weekend. that's tough so no I, I think these are both solid man I actually I, I really like that money line play at plus so yeah Andrew what what you got all right I got one game but two bets um and I'm really looking at Steelers Browns um the Steelers still have a it's probably a less than 10% chance of making the playoff, but it's they win, and then I think it's Miami loses and Patriots lose, and they're in, uh, which is completely reasonable. Um, but I think they have a lot to play for. So Steelers are playing the Browns. Uh, I like money line there. Um, Browns don't really have much to play for, and Watson's honestly been a little shaky. I feel like uh, he's been, yeah. they won last week, um, but I think... What I think people are underlooking, and I was surprised that, because when I was doing some research, I was surprised less people had talked about the storyline, but the Steelers have won five of their last six. Um, they have not allowed more than 17 points uh, since, like, November 20th, and the one time they, and, and, like, in the last eight weeks since TJ Watt's been back, they've only allowed more than 20 points once to the Bengals, I think. And so, yeah, with T.J. Watt in, um, the defense just is stellar. And I kind of find it hard to believe that the Browns are going to score more than 17. So I actually have Browns under 17 and a half. Um, just kind of banking on that defense showing up again um, and doing what they do. And then all, all, also on top of that, the motivation um, to maybe make the playoffs and not let down uh, Mike Tomlin's playoff streak, who, by the way, Still an incredible coach. Don't let anyone tell you he's not. Even Steelers fans get a little ridiculous about it, I feel like. But I mean, he's got to be, like, the most underrated coach of all time. He's a Hall of Famer. I, it's no doubt in my mind. It's like with the talent that has left over the years and just the, the fact that they just, like, keep making a, almost being in the playoffs every year, it's like it's – if they consider firing him, it's a laugh. It's laughable. I mean, I would take him in a heartbeat if I'm any other team. Um, yeah. So I'm taking the Steelers and I'm fading the Browns. And those are my picks. Nice, man. Love it. Let's, uh, let's dive into college football. Um, as you know, we, we at the pod, you know, we love the portal port. 
Um, it's funny, like I'll send a text into the group about someone transferring and Jack's like, oh yeah, man, just saw the, the portal report. He's like, oh, did you just like read that? Um, but yeah, man. Was that not where you get all of your no, it, portal it news? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just funny how like it's like not even like, it's not even a slogan. It literally is like, we li- I genuinely get all my information from the portal report. Um, so yeah, I mean, the top two transfers of the week from them are going to be Grayson McCall and Sam Hartman. So Grayson staying at Coastal. We don't know if this is because his GPA was too low. I know it, it, we've seen some is. reports about that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think he could get into Auburn. Again, no shade to this man. I know college is fun and Coastal is probably a fun place to, to be at. Uh, but allegedly that's the story. You know, his GPA was too yeah, low, so he couldn't go to Auburn or Baylor. Go uh, to the so Texans. Yeah. What, what's going on? I don't know why he needs to stay yeah. in college. Honestly, dude, I don't know what he's. Yeah, honestly, especially like once you go in the portal, I don't know how many guys go back. Uh, kind of embarrassing. I feel like I would be like so embarrassed. I'd be like, I'm just gonna get out of here. Well, I mean, he was he was getting coach. tampered with. Like literally, Hugh Freeze was in his ear before, like while he was at Coastal and was like, "You're coming to Auburn," right. and then and then they got his nice. transcript and they were like, "Bro, this is a point seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Auburn was like, "Man, we can't even let you." Yeah, they're like, oh, this is why we put all the plays in X's and O's, right? <laughs> but he's such a smart football player. So this is that's actually the most shocking thing to me. I know he has a mullet and yeah, goes for to sure. And like he could again, he could have just partied and not he could have not cared. I mean, like, dude, it, it's hard enough to like go to school, let alone like having a full time job where like you're getting hit, you have to learn the playbook. Like, it's hard enough to just go to school. So can't fault my man at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's one of the that's our first one. Second is going to be Sam Hartman, who is ninety years by this point. I was going to say, how long has this man been I, in college? Because I feel like I hear him like top of every sure. watch list every preseason. I'm like, he's still he's broken playing. like every record just because he's played for eight years. Yeah, yeah, he has like twelve thousand yards, thirteen thousand yards in college. It's crazy. pretty insane. I'm I'm ex- I love it because like every time I watch him, it's electric. Like. Every game is like a 300-yard game plus. Um, His classification on ESPN is a junior, nice. <laughs> and he's been playing since tw- he's been playing since 2018. Holy! He wow. had he had a year there, a year or two there, where he only played like four games. Um, so that probably plays a factor in it, but still, that's, that's insane. That's wild. Homie's got like eight degrees by now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sam Hartman's going to Notre Dame, which I think is going to be amazing. I, uh, I think that's going to be awesome. I think they were a quarterback away from, or just like, I think early, if you take away the early season for Notre Dame, they're better than maybe almost anyone, I think, this year. So I'm really excited uh, to see what they're going to do. I'm really, I'm not, haven't been a big Notre Dame fan in the past, but for some reason, I really like them now. I don't know if Andrew has maybe drink the Kool-Aid but I have I not have... been passing out Kool Aid this year. I usually am like a big Kool Aid sipper, but the <laughs> I, I think it has a lot to do with uh, Marcus Freeman. He's a, he's a cool guy. Oh yeah, he, he's I a lot him. more likable than Brian Kelly. No offense, That's Jack. True. Yeah, I mean, who isn't though? Very <laughs> true. Very true. Bruh. This piece of Bruh. drywall. Bruh. Is... All I know is Brian Kelly put up the most points in an LSU bowl game really? victory in the history of LSU. Also, bringing the team to a 10-win season. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Like, he, in, in my eyes, like, dude, this is the best-case scenario for LSU. 
I'll be interested to see like. We, I mean, Greta, we got to stomp on Purdue I mean, when they had like no starters in. Yeah, they they played yeah. nobody. It was they were the yeah, biggest but... opt out. Like I think that line moved from four to fourteen when when every player on Purdue opted out. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see like what happens when like Brian Kelly has to like recruit the whole team. Um, It'll be interesting. He's a great recruiter from from you know historically, but and LSU's a great pro recruiter, yeah. so we'll see. His cringiness might I, hurt I, a little bit, but we'll see. I think he'll he has the locker room very much behind him, and with the whole Keishon Butte situation, we could do a whole nother podcast on yeah, that craziness. That's so weird. But essentially, like he got rid of it. All the coaches involved got rid of them. He's like, we do not like tolerate any of this. Like, I think there's a huge culture change. And I think the players that are still there respect it. With obviously with Jaden Daniels coming back um, to lead that team, so I think that Jaden Daniels and just like the players that already like Brian Kelly, I think that's going to do wonders for recruiting because Louisiana is such like a you know people kind of place, yeah, and so sure. they'll just be all their high school buddies and stuff. I think it's I think it's great for recruiting. Yeah. Um, and we're the cheesiest. Yeah, dang, dude. Well, there's two cheese bowls, but uh, I do love Prince Chedward or whatever his name is. That's so funny to me. Um, the they have to be the national championship. Too. Oh yeah. In the extension playoff. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm gonna let's um, read off this Natty situation we got. So we got two Natties. Uh, we've got FCS uh, and FBS, which is awesome. Um, so we've got South Dakota State and North Dakota State, which, in my opinion, is the true national championship, um, which is kind of sick. I don't know the last time they played each other in the, in the Natty. I'm not a huge – I'm not going to lie and say I like watch the FCS Natty every year, but I will definitely watch this one. Um, and then we've got, obviously, Georgia, TCU. Georgia's favored by 13 points, minus 460 money line. Uh, and then TCU uh, has plus 340 money line, which is interesting. Uh, and then – uh, South Dakota State's minus five and a half, so they're favorites, and they're minus two ten money line, and then North Dakota is plus one seventy five uh, money line. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go and just say my kind of what I think is gonna happen for the Natty, and and kind of my some some bets. Uh, I have a prop I really like, uh, but yeah, I think you know Georgia. I think will win. I do think thirteen points is a lot to cover. I, I can definitely see TCU covering that, especially since they do just love to come back in games. I can see them, you know, even if it's garbage time, coming back and especially the, the, the first two playoff games, which were amazing, insane, uh, but also very painful for me personally. Uh, but better than the usual. I think that was the best playoff we've ever had personally. Um, it was great. Those guys were great. For sure. But we saw, I think, in those games too, is like, you know, that no one was out of it until the oh, yeah. last play. Um, yeah. So I could definitely see TCU coming back. Um, also, yeah, so my I, – I think TCU will cover. I don't know if I'm going to take it myself, but I think that's a good bet. Um, however, I do think Georgia's going to win. But the bet I love is Max Duggan to have over 29.5 rushing yards in this game. Uh, I think he kind of has to for them to be in it. Again, even in garbage time, I think they'll just go to him. Uh, against against uh, Michigan, he had 57 rushing – 57 rushing yards against Michigan, which is crazy. He's had games where he's like over 100 – He's basically like oh, he's the like what people thought Lamar was when they were like oh he's just a running back that you know yeah. Uh, but yeah so I think those are kind of my picks my predictions for the Natty but I'd love to hear you know what y'all think 
Yeah, no, uh, just to echo you there, um, definitely love the dogs in this one. Uh, I do absolutely think the TCU covers in the second half. Uh, and honestly, my play of the game on this one uh, is the over. Um, I know that it's, it is set currently at 63 right now, uh, and that's ungodly. But a uh, quick little fun fact, uh, college football playoff championship games – have not had a lowing score total than 49. And that was 2018 Alabama versus Clemson. And we both know, or we all remember, you know, how stout both of those defenses were. Um, so either way, if this one is a shootout or if Georgia just comes out and just lays the wood, um, I think we hit 63 uh, with TCU covering in that second half. Oh, I yeah, I absolutely love love the over there. Um, you know, one thing, you know, I think, uh, I think it was Jacob, you know, basically saying that, you know, the, the minus 13, you know, that's tough, uh, you know, to do, but the last four college football playoff championships have been decided by 13 points or more, um, in it. So I do think that there is a chance, you know, I'm a big trend guy, you know, I see a trend. It's much like roulette. It's kind of a gambler's fallacy. Every game is completely different. You never know. Uh, but you know, kind of seeing that trend, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, Ooh, like that, that's going to be, uh, you know, it, it may not be as tough to cover as, uh, as we originally thought, but Andrew, Andrew get to your bets, man. I, I liked some of your, yours are a bit cheeky. So to your point, Jack, that's it's good. You said that because I think we, a lot of that trend has been influenced by the fact that we've had some like perennial all time college football coaches. Um, in those big games, like Nick Saban, like a prime Nick Saban team is the type of team that just gets up and has enough time to game plan for every bowl game, everything. Dabo Swinney, as much as Xavier hates him, like he is also kind of that guy. Urban Meyer, kind of that guy. This year, the coaching pool, and like I, I love Jim Harbaugh. I think Kirby Smart's great, but I think the coaching pool is a, is – closer together um and so i think like there's been closer games because of that um and there's not really a team that's like crazy elite powerful as much as we want to think it's georgia georgia's still been closer to the pack than everyone else like they struggled against missouri um and i don't want to like keep Mm -hmm. bringing that up but they are human and we and they played ohio state to the end human team um so I can totally see uh, the trend being that, but I also think, like, this might just be the year where every team is, like, beatable. It's like, even, like, TCU looked beatable all year and then mm-hmm. honestly put a beat down on Michigan, who put a beat down on Ohio State, who played really close with Georgia and almost lost. And so it's like, these guys could just all be together. But um, I'll go into my picks. I, I'm, I'm kind of scared because of that. I'm scared to take anything super real, but... What I did like from TCU was on um, Saturday in the playoff game, they came out like just like let's smash them, like let's hit them in the mouth. I see no reason why they won't do that again um, to start the game because Georgia's defense, while good, I mean, kind of let CJ Stroud run all over them, and I think TCU's offense with Duggan is just as capable of that. So I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. TCU to score over three and a half points in the first quarter. It's like even money. And I just, I could, I totally see like TCU coming out hot 
getting their seven points to start the game and then maybe maybe slowing down a little and Georgia kind of <laughs> taking over. But, like – Yeah, put, puttering out yeah, a little bit. Yeah, def- but definitely, like, think about it. All week they're going to hear about how they're two touchdown underdogs, how yep. they, they got lucky beating Michigan. They don't really deserve to be there. And we saw them just dominate both lines of the football against a really strong Michigan, like, rushing attack. Like, uh, that D-line was insane. And so I could totally see them hitting that over. Um, and, yeah, maybe not having the amount of depth to keep up with Georgia, but, but hanging in the first quarter. Um, and then for my second bet, this is kind of – we were talking about the FCS college football playoff. Um, I, it, it feels weird to go against North Dakota State because they're there every year. But having watched a little more FCS than I usually do uh, this year, I did – I do really love what I see from South Dakota State. Um, I think in the first round they blew out uh, Delaware. The second round it was also kind of a blowout against Holy Cross – they kind of blew out the four seed, too. And so they've just been this kind of unstoppable force. Um, meanwhile, NDSU played in some shootouts uh, in, like, an insane incarnate word, like, to the last second play um, to make their play, to make the final for them. And so I think uh, South Dakota State was the team to start the season. That was number one. That was supposed to be the team. And they haven't really shown any reason why they aren't that team. So five and a half actually feels really good. Um, so I'm going to go with the Jackrabbits uh, for a spicier CFP pick. Let's go Jackrabbits, no, man. I love it. Sorry. Sorry, Jack. Go ahead, man. No, that, I, I was going to say I love it too. Obviously, uh, the TCU first quarter over uh, three and a half, uh, I'm obsessed with that. I love <laughs> getting bets in on like first quarter, first half lines, just so that way you're able you're, – you, there's action immediately and you're locked in from the start. Uh, and then I always like to throw a, a bit larger lump sum on the game itself. So at least I'm like, ah, I lost this, but I can make my money back. Uh, and then, yeah, dude, San Diego State, uh, I think they're fun. Uh, I think it's, you know, I, not that, I mean, they're obviously uh, the favorites here. Uh, but I do like rooting. It's almost like you're rooting against the Bama uh, in terms of an FCS, um, you know, championship. So, yeah, I like the San Diego State minus five and a half. Nice. Dang. But awesome. So, um, Xavier, any shout? And it's now getting uh, more to hockey season. So, uh, you want to shout out uh, your amazing hockey bets? Yeah. So, uh, actually, I am actually switching my focus pretty heavily to hockey with uh, NFL winding down and obviously college football, you know, done in less than a week. Uh, so, yes, the, the focus for me is definitely switched. Uh, hockey will be more of the main focus especially once NFL goes away completely that will be my pretty much only focus um got back into it a little bit got my feet wet on some personal plays the past three days uh personally have been three and one uh before we actually started I tweeted out uh Seattle Kraken uh and let me see I believe it was uh yes the Toronto Maple Leafs so over six and a half in that game tonight uh, Twitter will be hot with NHL plays, so be sure to be following us on there. Perfect, perfect. And then, yeah, as, as we get into the new year, you know, I think one of our New Year's resolutions uh, is to maybe try to be a bit more, you know, social media active and trying to, you know, well, maybe not post bets because obviously we want y'all to uh, listen to the show. Uh, maybe get some sound bites. Uh, maybe try to see what the uh, the people on TikTok are all about. Take take our hand in that. Andrew, I heard you're getting really good at making TikToks, right? 
Yeah, you should see my, uh, what's the dance they do? Uh, renegade. You should see my renegade. Oh, <laughs> that was a joke. I don't know. Is that have... is that like a dance from twenty twenty? Is that still a thing? <laughs> am, I, am I that out of touch? Is that a COVID? I've dance? never been on TikTok. Maybe you're right. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! All right, th- th- this is just getting embarrassing. We're letting I it derail. Like All right, let's go into the D the Dgen parlay, uh, which I don't know if we talked about uh, before, but like. Should we, uh, if, if we win this one, I know we have it. We donated to St. Jude over Christmas, but in, or was it Thanksgiving? One of the two. Uh, should we donate this one to um, our boy, uh, you know, Damar Ham- Hamlin, his uh, his charity? Or, you know, he's that's gotten a lot of love. I don't know if St. Jude has gotten that much money these past <laughs> two not, days. Not from us. Uh, yeah, not from not us. Yeah. I'd, I'd totally be down. Let's with, let's uh, split it. Let's go. Let's go half and half. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll do a, we'll do a half and half. Perfect, perfect. All right, all right. So uh, here I'll, I'll start us all out. Uh, so Jacob uh, with the United Open Cup, uh, he's picking uh, Berrettini uh, at plus one twenty five. Um, I have no other details than that. So uh, <laughs> does anyone know what the United Open Cup is? I actually just did a quick. Quick, quick, quick little uh, Google search because I had no idea myself. And I guess it's it's men's soccer. So it's U.S., which I no. – I mean, guys, I, I, unless I, I'm – Guys, I think it's, I think it's um, tennis. <laughs> is it tennis? It's This is why we, we make notes, no, guys. He's, a, he's an Italian and, tennis player. Um I, okay. I don't I don't know that much about him either, but I know he defeated the number three in the world um, like three days ago. Um, so he's a little hot. Uh, the hope is he gives Italy the edge. I think Jacob's somehow rooting for Italy against the U.S. But you know, <laughs> we'll take it plus one twenty five. Some good value there. So uh, that's Jacob's bet. Sorry, he had to Well, bounce. cool. I was gonna say thank you for saving yeah. us there, Andrew, because I had no idea what the hell that was. <laughs> so thank you for the save there. We're gonna go and edit that out. Uh, no, we're not. No, absolutely. It's not. it's raw and uncut here at Better Than Nothing. Xavier, what do you got, man? Keep it rolling with tennis. Yes, also I'm in the tennis game this week. Uh, this one is going to happen on one seven. Uh, so that should be Saturday. Uh, and this is Despina, and this I like this last name. Probably gonna butcher it, but Papa Miguel is what I like <laughs> to <laughs> uh, So it's uh, Despina, Papa Mike, Mike, Mick Hale, Mike Hale, one or the other. But I'm gonna take them to cover the five sets uh, versus uh, Luc- Lucia Bronzetti, um, and again that's gonna happen on one seven. So. That should be Saturday. Okay. Fantastic. You know, j- just to follow you up on names I definitely can't pronounce. Uh, so I'm going Turkish soccer. Uh, we're going uh, Geisentep. Uh, draw no bet uh, against Istanbulser. Uh, and so I'm doing this, uh, the draw no bet. Uh, Geisentep is currently 1-2-1 one, and one in their last four matches. Uh, in the Turkish league. Um, so I'm just saying, you know, luck on our side, you know, it's either a draw or a win. 
Uh, let's just hope it doesn't get uh, add another loss to that column. Um, so that's uh, that's my pick there. Okay. Andrew, last up, I, uh, what you got? I want to start by saying this: these pronunciations have been so bad that I would, if I'm in Europe, if I'm Turkish, I, I am done listening to this podcast because uh, that was disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, the way you said Istanbul Spor. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, unfortunately, I don't really have a good Turkish uh, accent, uh, and if I feel like I did, if, if I did anything now, it would be disingenuous to the Turkish people uh, and maybe offensive. Um, so I'm gonna roll with uh, not saying anything. Fair, fair. Yeah, no. Andrew, I uh, lead us with something you can actually pronounce. Yeah, luckily I. I am just I'm too afraid to take anything I can't pronounce. Like, if if I can't pronounce it, I probably don't bet on it. So, um, I'm actually rolling with Jack's soccer team, um, but the women's side. They're in the actually women's FA Cup, Sunderland AFC women's money line against Blackburn Rovers. Um, it's nice. Sunderland is a uh, established club. Um, They've kind of had a slump on the men's side, but on the women's side, uh, they got some dogs in them. So that, I'm taking them plus 160 uh, to, to win the third round of the Women's FA Cup uh, to put a bow on our Dijin parlay. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely love it. Um, and yeah, as we said, we'll do a, a fun 50-50 split. Uh, obviously, our... Uh, our go-to every time to St. Jude, uh, and then also uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, his charity as well. Uh, if we make it big, uh, but yeah, guys, any uh, any final uh, sending comments? No, just uh, real quick, just you know, happy to uh, bring in the new year with you guys. Really, really excited for you know just the full year of uh, BTM Pod Madness, and uh, just thank you, of course, to everyone always for listening. And. Uh... The 2023 is year of the no hedging. So don't hedge. If you have a bet, ride with it. Let's make some Let money. it ride, baby. Yeah. Let it ride. <laughs> all right. All right. We're calling it. Thank you, everyone, so much. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>